guys, it's Coach Chris here showing up for today's episode of Fitness That Fits. Today we're going to be talking about how to take your workouts from this looming should that's hanging over your head to something fun and more importantly, something that actually gets done. We're going to be talking today about how to take back our workouts, right? All too often, it can feel like our workout is just another to-do on this endless list. Like I said, it's kind of looming over you, almost taunting you, like this dark cloud that just follows you through your day. And we don't want that. Nobody wants that, right, from anything. So today I'm gonna to share with you guys eight specific strategies that you can use to start taking back control of your workout, turning your workout into something you look forward to, something that you show up for consistently, heck, maybe even something you enjoy. That's our goal, right? But first, before we get all the way into the strategies, please indulge me in a little bit of story time. We're gonna travel back in time to the days of young Chris. See, back when I was a kid, even then, I liked things pretty organized. I like things neat, I like things organized. But that didn't mean that I always kept them that way as a kid. Uh, my room could turn into basically a big ball of laundry on at least a weekly basis, right? It's just how it is when you're 12. But one of the worst things in my life at that point, right, was hearing my mom tell me that I needed to clean my room because company was coming over, right? That was like nails on a chalkboard to me. And the funny thing looking back now is that she wasn't wrong. I just admitted to you guys that my room definitely more often than not could have used a good cleaning. I'll even admit that I liked it clean and organized, but the second she told me to clean my room, it went from being something that I might maybe want to do to something that I should do, something that I had to do. And honestly, that didn't sit well with me. As a pretty independent kid, maybe at times a little stubborn even, I didn't want to be told what I should do. I wanted to make that choice for myself. But as soon as she said it, even if she was in the right, even if she had every reason to tell me to clean my room, it was no longer my choice, right? Now it was a chore. And that didn't sit well with me, right? And you might be thinking, oh, okay, well, you were a kid. No kid wants to be told to clean their room. But the truth is a lot of us are still doing the same thing when it comes to our health and wellness goals. Bear with me for a second. Now, I don't think anyone out there is really making the argument that exercise isn't good for you. We're pretty much past that, right? We know it's a pretty good idea. Instead, we find ourselves surrounded by all these voices that are telling us that we should eat more vegetables, that we should get eight hours of sleep, that we should work out more. And it can start to feel just like with my room, that it's no longer your decision. Instead, it's almost something that's being forced upon us. And what's worse is if those shoulds, if something like working out doesn't feel like it aligns with your reality right now, if you feel that you don't have the time, the skills, the access to accomplish things like a workout, then naturally you're gonna push even harder away. And the thing is, this has nothing to do with the value of the task. You might very well know that a workout is a good idea and you would benefit from it. Just like I knew my room had become a big pile of laundry and it would be way easier to find the shirt I wanted if I just cleaned it. But again, when it becomes that chore, rather than a choice, we lose a lot of the meaning, a lot of the personal connection with the task that's meant to motivate us to do the task. 
I wasn't doing it because I wanted to or because I wanted to be able to find my shirt, right? I was doing it now because my mom wanted it done. And that didn't have the same meaning, the same personal connection to me. So similarly, when we start to do our workouts, just because we feel that we should or we're supposed to work out, we might get some of the same results physically, but mentally it's gonna be a lot harder to stay consistent. And that's when our workouts start to become very repetitive, very dull, and yeah, very boring. So hopefully that's where this video is gonna come into play today. I'm gonna give you those eight strategies to help you start shifting your mindset and taking back control of your workout. Don't let it be something that you're supposed to do. We're gonna turn it into something that you do on a regular basis that you can achieve, that you want to achieve, right? Dare I say it, something fun? All right, guys, let's jump right in with our first strategy. This is step one for taking back control of your workouts. You don't have to do everything on this list, but I'm gonna recommend that you all do this one if nothing else. I want you to list five things that you enjoy about your workouts or exercise movement in general. So if you're here, and I see we've got a couple of you hanging out live with me, hey guys, um, if you're here listening to me talk about this in the first place, there is at least some part of you that wants to get that workout done. And it might be buried under all those shoulds, right? All those external pressures, but there's some part of you that likes it or wants something from these workouts. So I want you to dig into that and ask why. I know for me, one of the biggest motivators here was that I love the burst of energy that I get from stepping away from the camera, stepping away from my computer and just getting moving. That's a better wake me up than a good cup of coffee. And I love coffee. So that's one for me, but maybe for you, it's you like having the time for yourself. Maybe you just like putting on your favorite pair of leggings and your workout's a good excuse to make that happen. No matter how small, how seemingly silly or irrelevant your reasons are, I want you to dig into this and five, find five reasons that are uniquely yours. Not other things that other people like about workouts or have told you about workouts, but find five reasons that you personally enjoy them. Five things that have meaning to you. Because sometimes we need that little reminder, but every cloud has its silver lining, right? So. Dig in, find your five reasons that are personal to you. That's gonna help you take back control, empower you to make that decision for yourself. That's strategy number one. Number two is to forget the game plan. All right, sometimes we get so wrapped up in what a workout should be. Not even whether or not we should do it, but just what it should look like, what exercises we should include, where a workout should be done, how long it should take, how many calories it should burn. We have this cookie cutter image of, oh, what is a workout? What does it mean to exercise? And I want you to throw that out the window, right? For most of us, unless you have a very specific physique goal or you're getting paid or competing with how your body looks, for most of us that just want to look better, move better, feel better throughout the day, uh, most everyday people, all you need from a workout is to move your body. That could be dancing, that could be walking, that could be just flapping your arms around, right? That's gonna count for something, that right there, that was part of my workout. Um, but I want you to forget what it's supposed to look like and one, just get moving. Decide what you want it to be like rather than what it's supposed to be. So forget the game plan. That's strategy number two for taking back control of your workouts. 
Strategy number three is to learn something new. All right, so maybe you are still struggling to see your workouts as something that you get to do, something that you want to do. There, there's still kind of uh, something that I probably should do. If you're still kind of stuck in that mindset, but you've always wanted to learn to tap dance or do Kung Fu or do a handstand, start to incorporate that, use that. Um, and it kind of goes back to forgetting the game plan, right? Opening up what a workout can be, but use these other desires that involve movement, involve active participation, right? On your end. Use these as an opportunity to kill two birds with one stone. Start to see these as opportunities to do a workout rather than some of the more traditional things that maybe you're already creating some resistance to. So not only can learning a new skill be a fun and innovative way to get you moving, but introducing new movement patterns into your exercise arsenal can actually enhance more traditional training efforts later on as well. So it can be a cool way to get started and then graduate to something else. All right, that was strategy number three. Uh, number four is to change your pace. So for this one, I want you to think about your music for a second. You probably have a wide variety of artists, albums, playlists, all of which you enjoy at different times, right? Depending on your mood, you're gonna change what you listen to. Well, why should your workouts be any different? Why can't our workouts benefit from that same variety? Why can't we customize our workouts to our mood or what we're feeling that day, right? Think about it, if you're feeling really um, overwhelmed, lots of pressure from the holidays right now, lots of gift shopping, gift wrapping, gift shipping, packing, all of this, right? Maybe what you need right now is to slow down with some yoga. On the other hand, if you are all worked up, maybe a little anxious from a super loaded day at work and you need to work that out, fast paced hit intervals or even some heavy lifting might be more your pace that day. And that's okay, we should have that flexibility built in to make our workouts work for us, no matter what the day throws at us. So that's strategy number four is to be, find that flexibility, change your pace to fit your mood. Number five is to start setting mini goals, even checkpoints in our workout. So most of us probably know that there's a nice sense of accomplishment that comes from a task well done. It happened when I cleaned my room, even when my mom told me to and I want to, right? I cleaned the room. At the end, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, this looks good. I did a good job. Same thing happens at the end of a good workout. We have that sense of accomplishment of like, yeah, I did that, that was cool. But sometimes that can seem like way too far off, way too of a distant future, that it's not enough motivation to get started now, right? So rather than try to power through with only that light way at the end of the tunnel, we can start to set ourselves mini goals or even mini checkpoints that are closer, more achievable throughout our workout. Even something as simple as checkpoint one, I'm gonna warm up, I'm gonna get the warm up done, right? That gives us something to strive for, something that we can achieve and then when we do, we have that win. We get that little boost of empowerment, of motivation, of energy that we can roll on through and keep going. So strategy number five was to set mini goals or checkpoints within the workout itself. Um, I've got two, three more for you guys. Strategy number six is to combine your workouts with something you already love. 
So if you're struggling to have fun with your workouts, to really enjoy that time, one strategy is to combine it with something you're already enjoying. If you're hooked on a new podcast or a new audiobook, maybe you have a favorite playlist or even a favorite TV show, what would happen if you only turn that on during your workouts? We can kind of start to piggyback off something that we already like if you're struggling with your mindset surrounding your workouts. Combine those two aspects and start enjoying them together. Strategy number seven is to play to your strengths. So generally speaking, we like to do things that we're good at, right? Um, and while there is certainly value in taking on new challenges and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone beyond what you're currently capable of, we can actually, um, one good way to get started is by starting where we are comfortable, what we already know, right? If maybe you have always been good at basketball, try that. If you are naturally flexible, maybe yoga or gymnastics is a good place to get started. But we can start within our comfort zone and then grow out of it. The important part is just getting started a lot of the time. And when we don't feel, um, we don't want to feel limited by our natural talents, but we can certainly use them as that first step, that momentum to get us moving. Alright, so that was strategy number seven is to play to your strengths. Find a way to incorporate something you're already good at into your workout. And finally, strategy number eight, our final one for the day is to track your progress. And when I say track your progress, I mean track your progress from the very beginning. I know a lot of times when we are just getting started, we have absolutely zero desire to write down on paper that we can only do 0.3 of a push-up or let alone take a progress photo. I know that's a big one for a lot of people because we're not where we want to be right now. That's usually a lot of the motivation for doing the workouts in the first place. But I'm going to tell you that there is nothing more personal, nothing that's going to help you own your journey more than being able to literally see how far you've come with your workouts, with your fitness journey, with the effort that you're putting in so far. So that is our strategy number eight on how to take back control of your workouts. Take them from something that you feel pressured to do, something that you should do that's looming over you, to something that you show up for consistently and can actually enjoy. One more time, I'll read through those 10 strategies from the top. Number one, the first step to taking back control of your workouts is to list five things that you personally enjoy about your workouts. That's going to help you find that personal connection. Number two is to forget the game plan. Forget everything everyone told you about what a workout is supposed to be and know that all you've got to do is move your body. So find a way that you want to do that. Number three is to learn something new. If you don't want to work out, find something that you do want to do, whether it's dance, martial arts, handstands, whatever it may be, but find ways to incorporate movement into that and use that as your workout for now. Um, strategy number four, change your pace. Just like we listen to a lot of different music and we'll listen to different genres at different times, we can do different types of workouts to fit our mood, to fit where we are in this moment. And that variety is gonna help spice it up, gonna help keep it fun. Number five was to set mini goals and checkpoints. So you don't have to wait until the workout is done, until the weight is lost, until you've mastered the habit to feel accomplished. Set smaller goals, smaller checkpoints within your workout so you can win and build off of that win. 
Number six is to combine your workout time with something you already love. So piggyback on what's already getting you fired up, whether it's a new show, a new podcast, a new song, add that to your workout and build your workout up through that. Number seven is to play to your strengths, remembering that we enjoy things that we're good at. So it's okay to start inside your comfort zone. Find where a workout fits in there and then grow out as you get more comfortable, more confident. Um, And finally, number eight is to track your progress and track it from the very beginning because there is nothing more personal than seeing that progress, seeing the results of your efforts. All right, guys. So I hope that helps you take back control, take your workouts from being a chore to a choice, something that you show up for on a regular basis and something that's actually a valuable, enjoyable part of your day. If you're looking for more health and wellness tips, you can always find them at rotsingerfitness.com. If you've got a question that you want to see answered here on an episode of Fitness That Fits, send me a direct message right here on Facebook. I'd love to chat with you and get you moving on your fitness journey. Until next time, guys, my name is Chris Ratzinger, your health and wellness coach, and I want you to get out there and get moving.